0: Welcome to Ashland University's Professional Learning Podcast. This is your host, Dr. David Silverberg. We have with us today Lenroy Jones. He is the Executive Director of Career Services at Ashland University. He's had over 20 years of career services experience, both of course at Ashland University, but then also at Michigan State University, East Carolina University, and University of Kentucky. And he has a new book coming out shortly uh, called The Ultimate Guide to Eradicating Long-Term Unemployment. We're happy to have Lenroy with us and focusing on many issues related to uh, this pandemic's impact on education.
1: Thank you, David, for that warm welcome and introduction. I'm excited about just having a conversation today and, and I'm looking forward to your questions and just trying to see how can we help the listeners that are out there experiencing impact of this COVID-19 crisis that we've been in in America as well as the world. This is a global impact. So I'm
0: looking forward to your questions and just sharing with your audience. Well, thank you. And we're, of course, interested in, in understanding and helping, helping you make sense out of the impact of this on careers. And uh, for people out there that are, whose kids are going through K-12 and looking to the future, uh, both the short and long-term impact of this on careers. Could you help us understand that?
1: Yeah. Short term is that we are now having a, a noticeable percentage of our not just the students in the K-12 environment at home, but we also have their parents in many of them, in many cases, they're at home as well. So the impact is now that where you had a break during the course of a day or a week, now you're in one location 24 hours a day, nearly seven days a week. And so that in and of itself is going to pose some, some different challenges. And the, the new normal a lot of people are talking about is a possibility that this could be much more long-term. So that's looking beyond three to six months, but possibly going into the next academic year.
0: And could you tell us about some of those, um, gosh, with the perspective of people that are trying to work from home, trying to navigate career paths from home uh, with young children, and then also the future of uh, the way you see this impacting career pathways? As you look at parents
1: that currently was in the Industries that was friendly for remote working, they had it down packed. They could literally pull away for the the eight hours or 10 hours and be in their office and then break for lunch and then go back to their office. Well, now you have the kids at home a longer period of time and you have the parents now having to, and and if you're a single parent, it's a whole different degree of dynamics that you're gonna be confronted with. And so I think we're gonna be able to learn from those individual industries that have been remotely working for well into the the, the past um, 10 years, and there's articles already out on LinkedIn that are giving tips and getting much more into the the nuts and bolts of it. Um, On Even Facebook, you have a number of podcasts that have arisen that individuals are giving great advice, and then you also have the different networking organizations that are out there that are also addressing this issue there, So trying to take it from the company's perspective to saying, okay, this is a new norm. How do we continue to function as a society, as a community, as a nation, to have these now remote working environments that individuals are actually going to have to do Zoom or Skype or some other type of platform to have meetings. And to me, the meetings have been shorter, which I've been
0: excited about. So... Thanks for that insight, Lenroy. Can you speak to a little bit how Ashland University's uh, career services are um, responding to the situation in support of Ashland University students? Oh, great question, love that. So we, as soon as this began to build up,
1: we started the process of identifying what if we had to work remotely? So that was probably, at this stage, about 45 to 60 days ago. And we literally put all of the different functions of our area, whether it was student appointments, employers, alumni, how do we interact and engage on campus? How do we communicate that? And really begin to just matrix it out. And we had to identify things that we thought we couldn't do remotely, but by and large, just about all of the functions that we've had to identify that we would continue to do and provide for students were all transferable to the remote area, for example, Students would either drop off their resumes to our office or they would already have an opportunity to email it to two different emails and that resume at Ashland.edu or CDC staff at Ashland.edu. Either of those web addresses or email addresses would, would work for them. And so we've had an enormous impact. For example, uh, more students during the last 30 days uh, between March and April 1 provided their resumes through our system that we had last year this time. So they're continuing to do that. We also researched and provided an opportunity for our students to go online, look at our calendars of available appointments and schedule without calling in. They could still call in, they could still email, but they also have the the possibility, the option of actually scheduling through our office via the Gmail account um, that we all have. And so that has been seamless communicating to those students through email. We have done that enormously. We're looking at now, even going into the classes, we're prepared to do that by going in because many of the classes are either doing Blackboard or via Zoom. And so we've been training on Zoom since before we went remote. And so we've become really proficient in being able to present via Zoom, also conference calling. So we're trying to use every possible platform. Most of our platforms that we use to help students prepare for life after college. So that job search or going to the graduate school is a platform that are, that's online. So the, the registration process that students interact and engage with employers actually are found online. So that's already done. We had already done research on a virtual career fair. So we're rolling out a career fair on May the, the 11th. Um, we're just finalizing all the, the necessary paperwork, the contracts to get that done. So we were ahead of the game we felt real good and real confident that we didn't have a a lag in between when we left campus and we are now working at home our staff meetings still run about 90 minutes that's a one week uh, meeting that we coordinate our efforts we're using chat a lot more of course but some of the staff was already using chat so a lot of the the actual tools that are available for us to work remotely was in place already now it's just a matter of making sure that we can connect with students and students can actually when they do their um, appointments, it can be on a laptop, it can be on a computer, it can be on their phone if it's a smartphone. Of course, they can't go to the library, um, so we are hoping that we will be able to make sure that students have the necessary
0: technology to talk back with us. Thank you. And what do you say to students uh, that come to you or parents that contact you about concerns about careers moving forward? I mean, what you know, people looking for jobs and thinking about a career path, what's the, what advice do you have for people?
1: Great. Another great question. Uh, I love the fact that at Ashland University, uh, we have an awesome vision that's connected to the office that I lead. The, the notion that we're helping students with the transformation process and finding their life's purpose, their life calling. Why are you here at Ashland University? Yes, you're here to get a degree. You're going to have a great experience as an undergrad. You may, may be a student athlete, but we know at time of graduation, and we have a bold vision within career services that we launched out and decided to put on our, our, our signature block to say at time of graduation, we want our students to literally be either employed or having offers or they're in the process or they're already been accepted into a graduate program. So we, we've been focused on that. And the thing that I wanna reassure parents that are, are either sending their sons or daughters to Ashley University or considering it is that we have a mechanism that's in place that will allow students from the time that they come to campus we're in front of them we're engaging them from the freshman year to their their senior year i have this saying that we want to see them early and as often as possible we want one of the very first steps that students to to have at ashley university is into our center it's no different than it being at a virtual meeting with one of us or is it at a a virtual event that we're we're planning right now for our students we want to maintain that engagement and We have another emphasis, another principle that we embrace at Ashley that I just love that it fits for for this whole notion of career services helping to shorten the gap between the the student, the job seeker, and the employer, and that's resiliency. And resiliency means a lot in this this environment that we're in right now. Yes, some employers are going to not hire. Yes, some employers are going to eliminate um, internships, but there are also going to be employers that will continue the job search. Prudential, for example, I've, I've spoken with them. They're looking to still hire 800 people despite the current conditions that we have right now. Um, um, Total Quality Logistics, which is a logistics company out of Cincinnati, um, Ohio. So it's, it's right here in Ohio. They're still hiring. They just hired one of our graduates a few weeks ago. So we know that companies are still hiring. Yes, there are some industries that are going to be a little bit more paralyzed. They're going to be a bit more holding back and waiting to this to, to pass, to be able to go, go full time. But we know a lot of companies are are still hiring. So one of the things that we want to do is make sure that students are equipped. So we're now preparing to do some um, virtual job hunting skills workshops. And we know that instead of it being a 50 minute or an hour, you're looking at about a 15 to 30 minute presentation that we're having in Q&A. We're partnering with companies already. We have four companies identified, two have already signed up. And I think another one signed up today that will have a virtual information session, which will be a company coming in and saying, we're looking to hire, Um, and maybe for right now, it may be for the summer, it may be for the fall, but we're continuing on. And it's not as business as usual, but it's
0: business within the virtual environment. Yeah, and I think about, when I think about parents, who may be thinking about the future let's say that their their child is going to be entering the work workforce let's say they're in eighth grade right and yeah. they're thinking oh my gosh what kind what's the world going to look like years from now? how do I think about career do you have any thoughts about that as we look to you have a crystal ball what do you see in the future of, of careers I think that what this
1: environment is today has magnify is what that generation is experiencing right now. So they're already in a virtual environment engaging. So when you look at gamers, gamers are on and, and playing games with individuals not in their on their block, like when I grew up, maybe when you guys grew up, but they're actually gaming with someone that's over in Russia, someone's over in Canada, someone's over in England, um someone's over in China and they're they're competing on an international basis their their friends now are overseas not just next door so that's something to keep in mind when you think about smartphones and what smartphones have um introduced to us that didn't just happen zoom did not happen skype did not just happen go to meetings did not just happen that's been evolving over the past decade and so these Um, kids that are in eighth grade, ninth grade, you know, the 10th grade that are graduating this year. They're more technically savvy as it relates to how they are connecting with their friends and in their community, in their circles. What's up app has been out for a long time. It's international. That's what's been driving it. Now individuals within the work environment are using what's up at, there's another app that comes to mind and and the name of it escapes me right now, but it's group me. GroupMe is another, another app that you can actually communicate within an environment that you may have best friends. It could be a, a club that you want to communicate with. So the technology and the platforms virtually and, and making
0: it seamless is out there already. That, that generation is using it. That's fascinating. So it sounds to me like, if I'm hearing correctly, that this pandemic situation has brought a lot of the more adult population in sync with some of the skills and tools that younger kids are already working on, and are already comfortable with. And it'll lead to careers gonna be seamless as far as they move into careers moving forward. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. I think that a lot of the new careers, um, artificial intelligence, a lot of that is going to be working remotely. There's a lot of industries, the insurance industries has an opportunity for individuals to work uh, remotely. Um, when you look at now, if you want to get your car done in terms of a uh, battery changed or tires changed, that's not going to be done remotely. But but as it relates to sales, the sales industry, um, people have cold called on phones for for a number m- more than 10 years. But the in person now, virtually, and as you get more savvy and being comfortable with your 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 face and body, maybe part of your body or your head or you know, like I, I, I'm a person that uses, uses my, my nonverbals a lot. Um, I'm practicing a lot more, but I'm also a Toastmaster that I got involved with Toastmasters because I thought it was something that would help our students to leverage the skill set of nonverbals and verbal communication, but also gain confidence in what they're doing. And we have that started up here at, at Ashland University as well to why give our students a competitive advantage to make them more career savvy. And that's something that we're working on and
0: we continue to do. Thank you. And I, this makes me think too, many of our listeners, of course, are in the K-12 arena, uh, principals, superintendents, counselors, and so forth. Do you have any advice for them as they think about how to support their students in, the, in how they navigate this, this period of their lives and they think about career pathways moving forward? What can they do at the K-12 level?
1: I think the K-12 level would be, um, would be doing their students justice and helping them gain a competitive advantage if they would tap into the experts that are out there versus trying to become the expert. Um, so if you, you, if you try to specialize in everything, you really do become a journalist, and you want to tap into individuals that really have the expertise and the insight of what's the current trends um, that may be occurring in the industries that your school may have, for example. If you're a career school, um, you, you still need to have a career center, school in in Ohio, you still need to make sure that these students are getting firsthand information. And so you may not be physically meeting, but you can actually have it virtually done. But bring the experts in versus trying to become the experts yourself. That's the thing that I would really encourage them to do. And fact check the person. I mean, how long have they been in the industry? Or is it that they're just going to research it and then do talking points and not really know what's going on out in the industry. I think having a good understanding of how the economy is, um, I know I, I, I listen to not just the economics of what's going on in America, but I listen to the politics also. To me, the two are interchangeable that really impact each other. And so that gives us a good opportunity to at least anticipate what could possibly happen. So again, we're looking at, and Career services at Ashland University, conversations that started 45, 60 days ago about working remotely. No one said that to us, but looking at the, the the tide and how it shifts is very critical. So getting individuals that are going to be commencement speakers, for, for example, many schools are, are canceling commencement. Don't cancel it. Get a speaker, do it remotely, have it as a webinar. This is the time that we can really enjoy the journey despite what is going on. And yes, you know, there, there are some tragedies that are happening every day. My family is not exempt, and I've had some close calls in my family. And so I'm saying, though, that you can either stay at home and, and wave the white flag, or you can say, no, where you know, throw the American flag up. Get out there and, and enjoy this journey that we have. And this class that's graduating this year, they're going to graduate. And many are going to go to college, or they may join the armed forces, or they may go in and do a trade. It may be a journeyman or woman. They may own their own business. Whatever you do, don't cancel your commencement. Get a speaker that truly will be able to to engage with you as if you're right in your home. That speaker should be able to come into your home. And not television, but use the platforms that are there. I think it's a great opportunity that we have.
0: Fantastic, and do you have any uh, resources that you could recommend for people that are are struggling let's say uh, uh, high school administrators or middle school or even elementary about how do we help make sense of this as, as people think about the future and plan for the future? any resources, websites, et etc, that you could recommend? Yes, I would definitely look at the u s labor Department um, site because
1: they typically have researchers that are sharing the new trends that are coming into the career paths that are available out there. So when artificial intelligence um, occurred, they were ahead of the game saying, these are the types of jobs that are going to be coming. These are the hot jobs. They also have um, an opportunity to uh, visit our our website, the ashland.edu backslash career page, and you'll be able to see some of the resources that we actually afford students an opportunity at no cost that they're actually able to use. Glassdoor is one that's out there. Um, that you can tap into that will be some good information on trends as well um, that are, that's um, located. Ohio Mean Jobs, uh, they actually share information about um, careers very specific, jobs very specific to Ohio, and I would encourage you to do that. The Chamber Department websites, so where if you live in Cincinnati or if you live in Ashland or um, Worcester, Ohio, each has a, a
0: chamber and they share information as well. Thank you. And if somebody wanted to follow up for you with you for more insight and advice related to, to careers and career services uh, in this in this challenging time of the pandemic, how can they reach you? A couple of
1: different ways. Of course, um, email is always um, fundamentally one of the the best ways to catch up with anyone. That's ljones31 at ashland.edu. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you haven't connected. On LinkedIn, let me just briefly say something about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is your paperless resume today, and it's ever since they have um, come online that process of creating a profile. And it doesn't matter if you're blue collar or white collar. That platform is a networking tool, and that's another way to connect with me. And LinkedIn um, is a powerful tool, and I don't have any stock in it, David. It's it's a great tool though to deal with someone that is really looking to network their their way to
0: employment super super well thank you very much for your insights today lenroy we really appreciate during this challenging time you taking some time for uh for the rest of us to to learn from you.
1: awesome thank you for the invitation and opportunity to share today this podcast is licensed under creative commons